And welcome back to Let's Think with Shepherd the Voluntarist. That's me. We were chatting in the last segment about what voluntarism is, and in this segment we're going to uh, talk about many of the things that surround voluntarism, or uh, most voluntarists believe, but that aren't necessarily part of the basic tenets of the philosophy. It's They're not requirements, it's just, yeah, seems like most people that do that are, uh, uh, that, that do the voluntarism thing believe roughly this. Um, and by the way, uh, there's a lot of arguing and there's a lot of anger and hatred between conservatives and liberals and 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 we're all told by the politicians that that we should hate each other because we're very different in what it is we believe and and I would argue that that we're not I would argue that most human beings if you sit down with them over a cup of coffee and just chat most of us pretty much believe the same stuff. If you say, hey, you know, if, if you're uh, if you see somebody broken down in front of your house, would you let them use your phone? Well, yeah, of course we would. Uh, well, if it was going to be an hour and a half until anybody got there and you almost had your dinner ready and you had plenty of it, would you would you share it with them? Well, of course we would. And, and I'm talking about all over the world. Uh, these are not this is not just an America thing. It's a, it's a everybody in the world thing. Uh, a Hawaiian in, in Iran would probably find that if they went up and were friendly, hey, my car broke down. Can I borrow some or can I have some water to put in the radiator and see if I can get it going? Well, of course, they'd be happy to help you with that. People are generally good and helpful and people generally don't want to uh, get into other people's business, just kind of a live and let live thing. And, and you know, we hear this term a lot about being socially liberal and uh, uh, fiscally conservative. And, and that's what, you know, evidently 80, 90 percent of the population is that. And then the, the various political sides try to pull people more to one side or the other and, and polarize them. Uh, but I think most people are kind of like that. I, I really don't care if my neighbor has a bunch of AR-15s or or a bunch of gay lovers or uh, whatever. I don't care as, as long as it's not interfering with my life. You get to make your choice, do what you want at your house. And yeah, you can absolutely still borrow my weed eater, even if I don't like the idea that you have AR-15s because I'm not a gun person. Uh, yeah, I, I don't you're, you're my neighbor. Of course you can borrow my weed trimmer. Uh, and I think most people are kind of like that. So I, I just kind of wanted to get that out of the way and say that I, I don't think we're all that different, and I, I suspect that as you uh, listen to what I think most voluntarists believe, that you're going to find you're, you just might be a voluntarist without even knowing it uh, or, or pretty close to it. And, and if there are differences, then you know, please join the conversation. Please let me know, and it'd be interesting to know in what ways we're different um, and, and what areas maybe I didn't explain very well. Uh, so some of the things that uh, voluntarists, most voluntarists believe, I think the first big one that might even, maybe I should have even included it in the first segment of, of the must-believe portions, is that uh, participation in the political process is is not a good thing. We shouldn't do that. That's, that's, that's not cool. Um, we, we shouldn't legitimize a system uh, in which some people rule over other people and steal from them because those things are not voluntary. And if I don't have a right to do something, can I give someone else the right to do that? 
And I I ask myself that, and I think, well, no. If I don't have the right to walk up to somebody and and take $10 from them, then can I hire someone else to walk up to that person and take $10 from them? Well, no. I can't transfer a right that I don't even have myself. So I I think that that would be something that uh, would probably be part of the fundamentals, part of the foundation of voluntarism is is that we don't transfer this authority that we don't even have uh, to a small group of people who are then going to tell you that you need to have a permit to build a, a back porch or take your money away from you when you're you're trying to sell the the fruits of your labor or or your land you're trying at least you know somebody's uh, getting some minerals out of your land and then somebody at third party wants to come in and steal a portion of that that's that's silly uh, that that's what most voluntarists would would believe and so voting for someone that is then going to come in and do those bad things uh, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be consistent with voluntarism Another thing that uh, is believed by most voluntarists is that intellectual consistency is important. And this is really important to me. Uh, and we we talked about this last week uh, when we discussed the means versus the ends and, and how we have to just be honest. And if we discover that a value we have or a principle we have, uh, if we discover that it's not really true, like for example, let's let's talk about uh, stealing. If if you say that your principle is all stealing is always wrong, and that's something that you believe in, then as long as you keep that that phrase, that principle, all stealing is always wrong, then you have to be consistent with that intellectually. You have to always live by that. And then if you discover, well, wait a minute. Uh, we need to have roads so that I can get from one place to another, and there's no way that that the free market could figure out how to build a, a long flat thing, uh, and so therefore we need the government to build roads. And in order for the government to build roads, the government has to steal just a little bit of money from everybody, so that there can be a nice road. Well, if you believe that, then. And I'm not arguing here whether that is correct or not. I think you might get the the drift of, of what I uh, what I think. But but if that's if that's what you believe, okay. But you would need to go back and and change your principle from being all stealing is always wrong to saying stealing is okay, but only for certain reasons. And that would be your new principle. That would make you intellectually consistent. And. That consistency is, is is actually something that I I kind of require with my conversation partners, and I don't call people debaters or I don't like to debate because I don't know all the truths. I'm looking for the truth, uh, so I, I like to call people conversation partners. Uh, whether we agree or not, we each toss out ideas, and hey, is that person's idea better than mine or not? But if I'm going to have that conversation, any conversation with someone uh, about important things, philosophy, uh, morality, that kind of thing, uh, I do only have those conversations with people who are intellectually consistent. If they're not, it really isn't worth worth the time speaking with that person. Uh, an- another thing th- that is pretty popular among voluntarists is the concept of the the means versus the ends. And we talked about this at length last week, so I won't blabber on and on. 
I encourage you to go to our uh, our SoundCloud uh, podcast, Let's Think, and uh, check that out and uh, and see what we talked about in the the last week's show uh, about means versus ends. But the, the long and the short of it is that that the means what we decide to do each day uh, to many voluntarists is more important than the end. So we're not going to say that the ends justify the means. We think that's a horrible idea. Uh, we think that we just each day do the right thing, and if we do the right thing, then there's a good chance the ends will turn out well, but that really isn't what we're going for. Uh, we're going for doing what's right uh, every single day, and we each get to choose what, what we believe is right, uh, and there, there are going to be differences. Uh, we're not all going to think that the same things are okay, but as, as long as we do that, we, sh- we should all get along okay. Another huge aspect of voluntarism is an insistence uh, on honesty, that we're honest with each other, that we don't defraud each other. Uh, And that kind of gets into the stealing thing, which voluntarists absolutely, uh, I think all voluntarists would agree that stealing is wrong. Uh, And then honesty kind of being part of that idea of doing something that is not uh, honest or straightforward. So most voluntarists are honest with what they say they're they're not going to not going to lie to you uh of course that's what we shoot for we're all we're all human beings and 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 nobody's perfect obviously but uh yeah, that's that's a big part of voluntarism i uh, i i've noticed that most voluntarists are pretty benevolent uh and, and benevolent you know the, the the idea of being well-meaning and kind and and, and that kind of thing most voluntarists are are, are pretty Easygoing in that way, they they don't want to hurt others. Uh, they love vigorous debates, <laughs> but other than uh, that, that flaming out on each other over social media and arguing about big ideas, uh, other than that, you know, I find that most people are are pretty good-hearted, kind, nice people. Uh, another uh, aspect or, or another thing is the idea of social contracts, and I. I believe almost all voluntarists would agree that there's no such thing as a social contract. Uh, they, they can't actually exist. It's just it's impossible because a contract by definition uh, has to have certain elements in it or, or it doesn't exist. And, and for those of you that are attorneys or otherwise involved in uh, law, uh, you can back me up on this, I imagine, that 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 a contract has to have certain things in it or it is no longer a contract. Uh, and this is something that has caused a lot of heartache over the years, uh, over the millennia, are people assuming that there's a contract when in fact one doesn't exist. And, and I think that, that we might even save this and chat about this more in the uh, the next segment because th- this really deserves this idea of social contracts I think it really deserves some looking into. And and Rousseau had his famous social contract, but but you right now you're, you're driving along or you're paused in traffic and you're you're thinking, well, what is a social contract and what are the elements of that contract? What 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 parts of it are important? And if you came up with a social contract, things that you thought uh, all people ought to do or or the way that all people ought to behave with each other and and what people's responsibilities are, etc., yours would not be identical to mine. I hope uh, I hope we would all be slightly different. So I, I don't think of it as a contract. I think of a, a preference. We all have preferences for how we wish society would uh, behave and get along with each other. But 
We can't assume that there is a contract simply because we believe in a certain set of preferences. Uh, so since we don't believe in preferences, which is obviously a word I'm having difficulty saying, uh, let's talk about contracts, social contracts, when we return after the break. Stick around, please. Please. 